welcome to You Are Human, a podcast attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing to you real stories, real heroes. In my today's episode, I have someone who is a very familiar household name because he has entertained us for nearly a decade and also asked us really tricky questions first thing in the morning in his morning show. He is Chris Fisher. Thank you, you for having me here. I'm very happy and I feel very humbled to be invited to your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for accepting it. You know, I have always just heard you on the FM and mm-hmm. it was such an absolute delight to bump into you. Yes. One day and the next thing I spoke to you about the podcast and you were so, you know, sporty to just say, okay, Carlos, let's do it. Yeah. So thank I'm, you so much. I love doing things like this it's out the box it's uh it's not often that the interviewer becomes the interviewee so i'm very excited to be the interviewee and to see what hard-hitting questions you're going to give me (laughs) i'm ready is it the first time that you've been interviewed of course not except from your interviews interviews like you know for the job um i've been interviewed um by magazines Mm -hmm. um i have done interviews also with uh, with other media channels in the past uh, over many decades um but i think it's actually my first podcast my first podcast and definitely my first interview um in oman really yeah that's amazing you are my first interviewer in oman definitely i will take that as a great compliment yes and i am so delighted i only choose the best (laughs) (laughs) or maybe the best chooses you who knows yeah (laughs) compliments from both sides here which is very good i think this is gonna be a fun episode yes it is (laughs) okay chris my first question to you okay you were an rj in dubai in uae for a really long time Mm -hmm. and then you moved to oman and for a decade, you were in Archie here. Mm-hmm. But between UAE and Oman, there was a gap where you went to UK. And when you went to UK, there was a certain kind of a job that was offered to you. What job was it? Was it? <laughs> it was a fun job. And I'm one of these people who I never turn away from any type of work. It's one of those things. If you have to pay the bills, mm. you put food on the table, you do it whichever way is required at the time. So the job that you're referring to is Santa Claus. I played the part of Santa Claus in a department store called Debenhams Mm -hmm. in the UK. And when I was going to look at various jobs and job opportunities on the selection of cards, there was an actor's job. Because, yeah, playing... Yeah. A character is an actor's job. Yeah. So the person who was kind of put me forward, she actually thought I was joking. She thought I wasn't taking it serious. I went, no, no, it's a job. Let's do it. And so, yeah, so that was the only job I managed to get in between my time, like you've said, in the UAE and coming to Oman. So, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Because I grew my own belly for it completely. <laughs> so, yes, so that was, yeah. I think that was the reason why I got the job because I already had, they knew that I didn't need to have cushions and padding. Right. So I came Came with it. I I came part and with the the parcel. Yeah, I was there already, yeah. So what I'm trying to ask you here is that how smooth is it to take a job as a job and actually not attach ourselves with, you know, the perks or a status quo that a job brings with it? Hmm. Good question. 
Um, I think you just got to take on any job and, and look at it at the time and and kind of absorb it. Um, mm. It's end of the day, you have to take every job has to be taken serious. You can bring fun elements into it. I'm very lucky that in the time I've been in media, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot more fun. Yeah. It's not like a corporate job where you're going and working in a corporate office and the regular hours, nine to five, eight till six, whatever it may be. Um, but I think you just have to take a serious side and take it important. Make It's very important. Take the seriousness of it in hand and also put your own spin on it as well. So there was no, uh, you know, hesitation that, oh my God, I was in RG and, you know, what am I doing? I'm being Santa Claus. You didn't, you never had that sort of thing. Like, why no, would I do this? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, the reason why, you- reason why I did it was also because that in my time in the UAE, I did a lot of stage stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of theater. And one of the theater productions I worked on was uh, Annie. And in Annie, one of the characters I played was Father Christmas. Uh-huh. So I have played the character of Father Christmas, Santa Claus before. And also I'd done it at many like gatherings, many like for friends and for, for schools and stuff. So I had done it before. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a, it's a fun element. And the fact that you get to see the smiles <laughs> on, on the faces of, of the kids. And I empathize with that. I understand what that smile's like, what that enjoyment's like. Uh, and also I, I understand how scary and intimidating it can be to see a character in real life you think kids when they go to disneyland disney do it so well that the characters are not too big they're not too intimidating Hmm. whereas you get some Hmm. characters the characters are larger than life and the kids are completely terrified because the character is bigger than their parents and then they're like whoa so i also understand that some kids they're terrified of santa claus they like seeing characters from a distance, but when you put them in their close proximity, it becomes a little bit intimidating. So you've got to be able to empathize with that and understand that and adapt to each situation. Right, right. How, I wouldn't say easy because, you know, or maybe it's easy for you. Nothing easy. easy. Yeah, but then the way you have narrated and how, you know, switching from a job because a job is a job, you, you mm-hmm. don't, you know, attach yourself to the status quo and everything. But how easy or difficult is it to let go of the materialistic things that a job or a profile brings with it? So in in other words, you mean like thinking that I'm above the level of that job type of thing? Yes, yes. Never. Never. That, that's very easy. That I don't hold on to things like that. It's, it's like I said right at the beginning. If I'm doing a job and it's honest work and I'm earning an honest living and I'm paying my bills... I will do whatever is required of me. I don't think that I'm above anybody. I don't think that any job is below me. Hmm. I came from a very humble working class background before coming into media. I'm a trained as a carpenter. So I uh-huh. trained, I what we did, I get my hands dirty. I right. get out there and actually do the work. I don't expect people to do things for me. I do things for myself right. and whatever that means. Uh, however, that is to, like I say, to pay my own way, I will do it. Nothing is, I'm not above anything. True, true. You know, very early in my life, like before when I started working, I heard this from, you know, a very, very sane person. And uh, we were in a very uh, intellectual setup. And he was saying that now you guys, 
in the next stage will be working somewhere. It was one of our, you know, you have these people who come from the field mm -hmm. and they come as a guest lecturer. So he was this person who came and he said one thing. He's like, the job that you're going to kill yourself for in the future, thinking that my job is everything, if you happen to die, that job or that company is not going to think even a single day before publishing an ad and saying, we have a vacancy. So they will not blink an eye to replace you. But it's okay. This is how it is. The world must go on. The show must go on. True. People move on. But you need to choose what you prioritize. So that was something that I learned really early in my life. What is your take on it? Totally agree with you completely. Um, nobody is bigger than any industry or any institution let's look at um let's give a big example of for sporting fans mm. um david beckham mm. manchester united best player that they had at the time and regardless of how good he was so alex ferguson knew that at the time david beckham was becoming bigger than manchester united football club mm. so he sold them mm. to show that Manchester United Football Club don't revolve around David Beckham. David Be Beckham is a piece that fits into our organization. Right. Right. And that's the same with what you've just said. We're all pieces. We're in, like in a game of chess. We're all chess pieces. We move around when the company moves us. If we fall over or if we're ill or if we die, God forbid, yeah. um, we get replaced straight away. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's like straight away, oh, he or she has passed away. How sad. Send condolences. But our organization has to carry on. Yeah. yeah. So nobody's a, a, irreplaceable. Nobody's bigger than any institution. And that's the way we have to be in our mindset. We can give everything to our job, but we can't kill ourselves. We mm. can't. We There's going beyond the call of duty and then literally killing yourself. And I've seen it so many times where people have literally kill themselves for their job sadly yeah. Yeah. i have seen it yeah. i've worked with people who've sadly passed away through being overwhelmed with the work routine and you've got to sit back relax you've got to enjoy your love yeah. you've got to find that even balance right that was actually going to be my next question like okay. do you believe that there has to be a balance and do you think that it's it's easy to maintain a balance of course it's not easy but for for you as a person, like, do you put in a lot of effort to maintain the balance, to maintain your own sanity? It's one of them where I should practice more what I preach, because I believe we should find that balance, hmm. and I don't always find that balance. I yeah. don't. I throw myself completely into any project. I absorb it. I become the project, whether it's doing a radio show, whether it's doing a product launch whether it's doing an activity day, I absorb myself in it literally mm. before, during, and after. Because wow. the after part is you then break it down and you see what could we have done differently? Right. What could we, what would we do for the next one if there's a follow-up? Yeah. And you do literally absorb it. You do also kind of take on the job, digest it, and then move on. I think the ones, the people who don't, do that are actors hmm. an actor especially um mainly a film actor or a tv series actor this has come to me from a few actors who, are, who i've worked with in different hmm. um areas and they say basically when they get their script they absorb their lines what they're going to do they do the scene they do the take multiple times multiple angles and then it's in 
gone out and then they move on. That way they, they absorb what it is at the time, but they don't overthink it. Right. Whereas an actor on stage, they have to work a lot. I wouldn't say a lot harder. It's more harder, but in a different mindset because they literally do have to switch themselves onto that role right. every time they perform it, yes. sometimes twice a day if they're doing eight shows a week. Yeah. And it's then you become absorbed in, in the character. Then you have to maintain a certain mental level of fitness and physical fitness to be able to cope with the strain. You put a lot of strain on your yes, body. Yes, you yes. put a lot of strain on yourself Absolutely. mentally when yeah. you do kind of take on too much. And I do take on too much, a lot. Um, I literally do become every part, like I've said, become every part of, of that job because I'm a perfectionist. I like things to be done the way I vision it, the way I see it. And I'm also very open-minded to when other people bring in another dimension to right, it. Right. I'm not just one tracked. Mm. I like, if I have an idea and somebody says, well, maybe we can try it from this way, we can add this. I'm like, brilliant, I hadn't thought about that. Right. I believe that bringing multiple heads, multiple minds together to a project yeah. makes it grow and makes it flourish better. Yeah, and I think learning never stops. We always no. learn from one another. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Every day is a school day, as absolutely, we say. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Welcome to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even this podcast is yeah. actually a sort of a school for me because the people that I come across and the guests that I have, from their life experiences and the, the way they deal with life in general, it teaches me so much. Like, believe me, for every guest, there is something that I take back. And you're learning something new every time you do a podcast. Yeah. You're learning something new about pre-setup. About, yeah, you oh, know. Everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, this, it's all smoke and mirrors, as we say, in yeah. the entertainment world, in the, in the media world. We give a certain illusion. Um, and we we learn from different experiences. True. I would only say I I don't like the word failure because if we say failure, then we're we're kind of then we're going to kind of kill our mood. Yeah. But it's an experience. Some mm. experiences mm. work in our favor. Some don't work in our favor. Yeah. Same with relationships. Some work. Some don't. You live. You learn, and you kind of try to do things better the next time. True, true, true. Yes, yes. You have been in the limelight for such a long time and you have been extremely candid about the fact that you suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. Now from another person's view, if somebody's looking at you, like, he has depression, how come? Look at his life. You know, today we are so uh, illusioned by, you know, the job we have, the facade we wear, our Instagram page, our social media accounts. So we don't know who the real person is. And you have been so candid about it. I think the real person for me, I'm multiple people. So think of it like a superhero, but I don't have superpowers. So let's say Tony Stark is Iron Man. Mm -hmm. He's two different people. Mm -hmm. So he's Tony Stark, this great inventor, this great wonderful mind and he's also iron man yeah. who saves the world who kind of problem solves and, and fights crime for chris i'm this character on the radio yeah. um larger than life fun i bring 
elements of me to the radio, not every mm. element, but I bring, every presenter brings different elements. Some presenters never bring any elements. There's no wrong, no right with that. Yeah. It's a personal choice. I take a good percentage of my personal life to the radio. I wouldn't take, if I was, for instance, if I was feeling depressed or feeling low or done something completely out of the ordinary, I'm not going to take the negativity with mm. me to the radio. Mm. If I've had a ridiculous experience and it's kind of been something that hasn't gone in my favor, I might talk about it and use it as content, mm. but I'm not going to take things where I'm going to bring people's moods down because my job is not to bring people's moods down. It's to be relatable. Right. It's to be real. And it's also to kind of engage and bring positivity. So I'll bring certain elements and certain fun and quirky and fluffy parts to the show. That's the same on the opposite, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. So away from the radio, I'll be not as loud, even though people in my family and people say, Chris, you're so loud all the time. <laughs> but that's just my booming voice, that I'm, and I can't help that. Um, but I will kind of be trying my best to be a little bit more reserved. But then when I'm not that person that they hear on the radio or on small video clips, mm. straight away they're like, what's wrong, Chris? What, what's what's yeah. the matter? Yeah. Who's upset you? So I have to try my best to find that even balance. And I don't always find that even balance. I'm human. Yeah, I do suffer with depression, with anxiety, with low self-esteem, with um, not feeling worthy a lot. And that's been um, a big part of my life. And it was only in the last few years that I was diagnosed as bipolar. So I do have different areas that do trigger off in my brain that send me off literally just like that i can my mood can change now obviously that's been stabilized with um people i go and chat with mm -hmm. um with medication that is prescribed to me by professionals mm -hmm. and that kind of helps to bring that balance in so i can live daily and also i find it helpful like when you've addressed it today talking openly about it. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to talk openly about feeling low and having depression and just having anxiety issues or feeling lowly. People don't. Hmm. And I respect also that privacy, that that's how they want to deal with it. Right, right. Um, but I'm fortunate that I can open up about it. I can talk publicly about it. And I can talk here about it now hmm. uh, with your viewers on your podcast. Um, and my advice is if you are feeling that way, just speak openly about it, either with a close friend, with a family member, with a professional, if you get the chance to, because it does help. It helps a lot more when you do talk about it yeah. and you don't suppress it. Think of it yeah. like a big, like a big, um, fizzy drink, a big, big fizzy bottle. And it's sat there and every so often. You might bang it and it's yeah. and it's like you see in the gas and it's like and it's waiting and then bubbled up to come and out. it's waiting to come up but you never let it out. Yeah. Whereas at one point you are going to unscrew that top and it's going to go everywhere. Yeah. So you need to kind of not let it get to that stage. You mm. need to talk openly about these things. Yeah. 
that's how I find it. Obviously, everybody's different. Some people do manage to maintain a regular way of living just by simply holding it that way. And fair play to them. Well done. That's yeah. awesome to be able to, to have that even balance. I can't. I know I can't because I spent decades wondering why my mood would change so quickly and for no apparent reason at the time. Hmm. Yeah. And I think these days there's a lot of awareness and a lot of people are coming out and talking about it, which is a good thing because we need to encourage this, not discourage it. Yeah. And uh, we are here to support one another. You know? yeah. It's like Demi Lovato says in her song, it's okay not to be not okay. Not to be okay, yes, absolutely. Totally, it's it is okay not to be okay because we're human. Yeah. We have feelings. Yes. You look at animals, you see animals that even they don't always feel okay. Right. You see right. their mood. Yeah. Sometimes they want to, be like as a cat, an example, sometimes they want to just kind of be... Yeah, I don't want to be bothered. And other times they want to be crazy. Yeah, and and then sometimes they they'll get agitated with the other cats that they live with. And sometimes they want to they 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 have their personalities too. True, true. And we have to embrace whatever we're feeling. I mean, need to acknowledge it. Yeah, we do have to embrace it totally. You know, these days all of us are wanting to experience solitude to. Uh, know ourselves more, to be able to be, you know, comfortable in our own skin, to be able to live with our own selves. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much talk about it. But in this process of trying to understand solitude, I feel somewhere today, of course, because of, so again, I talk about social media, because when we're entering a lift today, we'll immediately go on our phones. If there's somebody else, we will not smile and say, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. We refrain from even making eye contact or smiling at people. And if you do that, people are like, what's wrong with you? Why are you smiling at people? Yeah, you think you want something from them. Yeah, you want something. And this happens. if it's a guy smiles, a girl thinks, you're like, oh, is he flirting? Oh, is he he, he a creep? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, how do you deal with loneliness? And first of all, do you experience loneliness? And if yes, then how do you deal with it? Um, I don't deal with loneliness too well. And I don't, I've had to learn to um, enjoy my time more. Hmm. I do enjoy it more than I used to. Hmm. And I go through phases, but I don't, I don't do it very well. Um, sometimes I will literally just take myself out to the mall or to somewhere just so I can be around people. So you can imagine last year when we're told to stay indoors. Now, luckily, I've got a place where I'm not restricted to one room. Mm. So I didn't kind of feel um, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of just claustrophobic. claustrophobic yeah, mm. I am a claustrophobic person, mm. but I didn't feel claustrophobic at home because I had enough space, I had enough variety to move around. Mm. But I still need people interaction. Mm. I need that. Mm. And that's what um, energizes me. That's what... Yeah. I grow with, and yeah, I have to be around people. I, I do. Um, like if, and I don't have to be around lots of people. Right. I if sometimes I can be overwhelmed and be like, if I'm at an event and there's two, three hundred people, five hundred people, I'd be like, whoa. Sometimes it's just like <laughs> I prefer like little small gatherings, yeah. tiny gatherings, just an intimate. But it's being around people and being around the right people. Right. I think that's important, being around the right people. Yeah, you've got to be around the right people. You've got to be people that they're comfortable with you and you're comfortable with them. So you can talk openly with them 
Um, and sometimes you don't have to be around people to lit literally have engaging chats. You just want to kind of be around people, mm. whether it's there, you invite them around, and you're watching a movie together, yeah. or you just kind of listen to some music together. It's just, it's a comfort zone for me, right. having people around. I love that with my pets. My pets are always around. <laughs> so maybe they got annoyed with me last year, thinking, oh, my word. <laughs> this human, he's been home now for <laughs> six long. months. He hasn't we've, been out. <laughs> we've got things to break. We've got destruction to cause so that he comes home and says, who knocked that plant pot over? Or who <laughs> broke that? And then we can all blame each other. Yeah. Um, and they do kind of, they sense this. Yes, yes. And do. I need to be, I need to be around people. I How do. many pets do you have? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> they, they all pick me. I'm, their, I'm their okay. pet, yes. <laughs> and they, they all co-own me. That's good, that's good. So you have company. Good yes, company. I, yeah. I have good company, yes, yeah. Yes, it's, yes. Uh, it's my forever friends. Forever friends, yeah, that's they're, lovely. They're perfect. That's amazing. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you seeking for in life at this point in time? Ooh. Um, stability. Mm -hmm. Structure. Um... And to kind of achieve my full potential, I, d I definitely know there's a lot more that I can achieve and a lot more I can do. And also, not just for me, but for other people. Right. I like that I can be part of somebody's life and also make a difference to other people and also change the mindset from other people as well. Right. I can very simply do that. And I'm fortunate that I can do that, whether it's having awareness of a situation and kind of bringing more awareness from yeah. my side. Um, and I like that. I like that I can serve that purpose. So I would like to do a lot more of that. I, I enjoyed being part of the community and playing a small part with the community here in Oman. The Oman has been very good and very kind to me for over 10 years. So last year, very challenging, especially for SMEs. Yeah. Yeah. So to be able to give back in a little way hmm. makes a difference. Just yeah. make, I just want to make a small difference more often. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it has inspired you even slightly, then please like, share and comment. See you on the next one. Until then, remember, our time is limited. Let's make the most of it.